Bruce Winthorpe, I mean, where do I even begin? When he is Santa Claus at the, you want at, that I want, I want that I want him I want him at his breaking point at dinner. You want the salmon eating? Yes, when he's like that's <laughs> <laughs> so amazing. He stuffs the salmon inside of his Santa suit. When he eats it, it's gotta be covered in Santa. Oh, hair. it's the best. Big I would eat that hair. salmon, I don't even care. Welcome to Buzz in the Tower, a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s. Our mission is to take you on a most excellent adventure through time. Buzz in the Tower is so much more than a podcast. It's the map to One-Eyed Willie's treasure. And all you have to do is sit back, listen, and repeat after me. Klaatu! Barata! <clears throat> Buzz in the Tower answers the questions you didn't even know you had. Like who would win in a fight, John Rambo or Hans Gruber? Or who is dreamier, Jake Ryan or Marty McFly? So as we rank, debate, and offer fresh takes of the best of the best from 80s cinema, please remember, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and listen to a podcast once in a while, you could miss it. Don't forget to subscribe to Buzz in the Tower on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. For bonus content, you can find us on all social media channels by searching our handle at Buzz in the Tower. For more podcasts, information, or to contact us with topics you'd like us to talk about, visit our website, buzzinthetower.com. That's B-U-Z-Z-N, thetower.com. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Verde Media. Max, I couldn't be happier with the way our website looks. So good. Yeah. If you haven't had a chance to take a look at our website yet, you need to right away. These guys, website development, online marketing, they are outstanding. Am I exaggerating at all? It is so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend having them build you one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, look, they're the best of the best. And working with John, uh, their owner, a self-admitted 80s martial arts movie nerd was an absolute joy. Is that why you said the best of the best? That is why I said yeah. that was a tip of the hat to John. Um, they're more than our sponsor. They're our partner. And if you are looking to build a website, they are the group to go to. Uh, find their link on our website and check them out, Verde Media. Today's episode, 80s Holiday Dinner Draft. Tis the season for turkeys, pumpkin pie, potato latkes, fruitcake, and family conflict. Every family has a dad that doesn't believe you found a reindeer, a cousin that empties their sanitation line into your street sewer, or a friend who runs a TV network and is having hallucinations of three ghosts. The holidays are a time for food, friends, and family, but the friends and family part can get tricky. Today on Buzz in the Tower, we try to solve for this issue by drafting the perfect holiday dinner party. We'll select characters from our favorite 80s holiday movies and break bread with all of them while trying to keep the peace on Earth and goodwill, etc., etc. I'm Mo Shapiro, and joining me as always, the candy yams to my deep-fried turkey, Max Sanders. And with that... Before we begin, since this is Aunt Bethany's 80th Christmas, I think she should lead us in the saying of grace. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. Amen. Amen.
Mo, that's the gift that keeps on giving all year. The whole year. No. The whole year. Yeah. It's one quote. I'm keeping this in. Okay. Your inability to do one quote. It's incredible. I can't read things. Merry Christmas, you son of a gun. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Flag Day. New we're, Year's. It's not even Thanksgiving yet, and we're already, we're there. We're there. Boom, we're there. You love Thanksgiving. I do. Max, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. <laughs> you incredible beast. Oh, man. Max, before I before I even say another word, are you excited for Friday? Oh, the Tim Capella oh, show. Oh, Jesus. Pull it together. <laughs> Pull it together. David Bowie. Me, you, and special guest star, Selena, your girlfriend. Yeah. That's a big deal. I huh? Tim Capello. Tim Capello, too. But I have, I for as close as we are, as much as I see you, I've never in person met Selena before. She's got some words for you. I bet she does. <laughs> Please you stop. guys are either going to be best friends or tear each other apart. Do you know that I received more people reached out to me after last week's episode saying, boy, man, you seem to really be losing your patience with Max. <laughs> like really? I was, that's what I said too. I'm yeah. like, no, it's, 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 an, it's a total flat line of me having no patience for you. It doesn't change. The actual show is the diet Coke version of how impatient you are. I, well, I think, I think it's cause I told you to shut up in the last episode. And I think that a lot of people are like triggered by that. So I just want you to know, I love you. Yeah. Well, I just watched an hour of a lion's game. No, 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 Max, Max. I love you. I love you too. I know. Do you want me to say I know? Yeah. Okay. No, it's just a quote. It's just a simple quote. I gave you like a two-word quote this time. I'm not Harrison Ford cool. I'm not Han Solo. <laughs> You're not. Chewy. You're not. You are. Max, I love you. Give me a... I can't do that. Give me some Goldblum. Uh, yes, yes, yes. There, attaboy. Attaboy. <laughs> uh, this Friday, Max, significant other Selena, and Mo, your guy. Where's your wife? She would not ever go to something really? like this. She is, wow. Maybe when she was your guy's age and she was fun, but she's a fuddy-duddy now. She's kind of lame. <laughs> That's not going to play well. No. <laughs> she hears that, but I'll leave it in there. I've left some of your, your flubs in there. Uh, Serious Moonlight, a Bowie tribute, playing at the Redford Theater. Doors open at 7 o'clock. Show starts at 8, and just look for the two guys with the one girl who is disproportionately prettier than the two guys. Yep. Fair? She's prettier than you. She is way prettier than you. <laughs> Although you're you're pretty. Yeah. If I as a girl, I'd be I'd look good. You, you no, <laughs> I would not neither of us would look good as girls, just so we're clear. In heels, I'd be seven feet tall. You would be God, you would be a hideous, hideous looking woman. <laughs> we'd be muffin topping. Oh God. All right. Anyways, um, so I want to remind everybody about that. Remind everyone, 80stees.com. Check out our TikTok. Uh follow, subscribe, whatever you do on TikTok. I'm so old. Get the get the audition tape and get on TikTok. Follow us and you will be entered for $50 gift card on our TikTok. Got yeah. it? Is that right? Yep. Yeah, we got it. We got it. <laughs> this episode is is exciting, but I, I know last week, I uh, like I said, I, I reflected emotionally. I think I was rough on you and you had an idea that I kind of liked. I wish everybody could see your face right now. You're like, is this a trap? Yeah. <laughs> it's not a trap. Oh, I just I didn't feel like last week was that mean. You got to re-listen to it. Apparently I was <laughs> brutal to you, but that's all right. That's all right. You're, you're my little sweet. Shut up. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That just sound really abrasive when it said to you. Max, the holidays, you know. Who loves the holidays? You I have a problem for the holidays. I have a problem. It's really the Lions sick. and Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas too. Are you big Christmas or Hanukkah? I am because I grew up being Jewish yep. and I'm telling you like except for you, you and I are different, but no. you but you have a little bit in some ways. You grew up in an entire, you grew up in a Jewish village. The Everybody most was Jewish. Jewish city in North America. So, so like you didn't grow up coveting what was around you. I know I say the word covet and I immediately <laughs> think of silence of the lambs. I apologize. We covet what we see. <laughs> But you didn't grow up coveting it. I grew up surrounded by Christmas trees, surrounded by Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and all I was all I ever wanted. I loved Hanukkah. I loved Potato Lacus. I loved dreidel. the menorah and the dreidel. Uh, thank, thank God Shut Adam up. Sandler came into the scene and made me feel somewhat okay. Yeah. But I always wanted that Christmas tree, and my wife 
grew up Christian, Catholic, it's the same thing, I guess, whatever. And she had all those things and we got married, of course. She loves when my sister makes potato latkes and I want a real tree. I want to <laughs> smell the pine in my house. No fake tree for you? No, God, no. It's a huge fight in our house. Like I lose my mind over it. Fake trees <laughs> so to me, weird. sacrilegious. Just Absolutely. put those car fresheners in it and it smells See, like a real you, tree. You, you, you have to stay out of this because okay. I don't want to be abrasive to you again. And yeah. I, I feel a shut up it's creeping out of, of my mouth. There's a shut up creeping out of my mouth. Don't shush me. All right, I won't yeah. shush you. Shh. Nobody puts Max in a corner. Is Selena going to grab me by the scrub? of my shirt and pin me up against the wall and say, you better stop pushing around my man. She went axe throwing yesterday. Oh, good so for her. Oh, she's practicing be, be for great. your melon. Hi, Selena. Anyways, <laughs> I grew up wanting this stuff, so I think that's in large part why I love the holidays. I'll tell you why else I love the holidays. You know how I am with my friends. And like, I don't, I, I have terrible. a much, I, no, <laughs> when I'm not being terrible with them, I have a, a strong old school group of friends. And I grew up going to my father's best friend's house for Thanksgiving. And we did not, oh, that's nice. we did not as a family celebrate any holidays together. After my grandfather passed away when I was 14, he was kind of the patriarch. He held all the stuff. And I don't know if it was just hard for everybody to deal with, but we didn't continue those traditions of, of Hanukkah. We did small things, but nothing big. Mm. But we always, even when my parents got divorced and they, they couldn't stand each other, we still all went to the same place for Thanksgiving. So my number one holiday is Thanksgiving. I open it up to anyone, any listeners out there that I get a good background check on you and don't think you'll murder my family. If you ever need a place to go for Thanksgiving, you come to Mo's house. He'll take care of you. Tell them about the deep fried turkeys, Max. Yeah. Pecan encrusted. Is yeah, that right? I've, I've been known to do that. Yeah. I've been known to do that. I've seen on TikTok though, you don't fry the bird properly all the way throughout, right? Because it's cooking the same, all the turkey at the same temperature. I'm not entirely sure what you are referring to. Deep frying a turkey, yeah. like you should, I guess in an oven, it's the same thing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Someone broke it down. You got confused. I did. Deep fried turkey is the best way to make it. There's it, no There's no other way to make it. Don't people like die? No, the people, <laughs> I, like if, any, if, any, if, anyone, if anyone listening out there has lost their home, because <laughs> I, I apologize ahead of time, but let me tell you something. You have to be so dumb and so negligent to create an issue with deep frying a turkey that like the people, I mean, you know, how many fire runs have you got? I've never been, turkey? I've never been in a deep front. Uh, I've never been on a deep fire. Is that I can't even say it. I'm so fired up it's right now be your because the people that burn their houses down are the ones that bring the deep fryer inside on their carpet and put a frozen turkey inside the deep fryer. <laughs> like it should be outside away from anything combustible and just make sure that your turkey is not frozen at all and make sure the oil level is such that when you drop the turkey in it doesn't overflow <laughs> that's it max it's nothing else to it unbelievable i'm so fired up anyways all over the place but i wanted to talk about this because i want to know a little bit about your holiday experiences this is why thanksgiving is such a huge holiday because every year there's always one or two friends from high school that needed a place that my dad knew or buddies from college etc cetera, etc cetera. so Every year I reach out to any of my friends if they ever need a place. This year, Bill's coming over. You know Bill. Yeah. His dad's out of town. His girlfriend's in Mexico. So he's coming over. He's going to have Thanksgiving. There's always a story when it comes to Bill. But I always try to open up my home that way. And now I've got to do that with Christmas, with Hanukkah, with everything. It's great. I love the holidays. Thus, the next two months of Buzz in the Tower episodes are my favorite episodes. What was it like in the Sanders household? I assume a horde of maids and butlers serving you guys. <laughs> so I haven't had a home Thanksgiving 80% of the time I've been an adult because <laughs> I have to work because uh, Michigan versus Ohio State. Oh, that's right. Game. That bar, the, what's it called again? Uh, Schmorschmeepers. Schmorschmeepers. That's right. <laughs> so I haven't been home a lot. I usually eat Chinese food at home or like turkey in a can. You know, they have that. Yeah. It's like spam, this but it's is, turkey. This is, you're making me cry. And Hanukkah wise, my parents have to text me, be like, happy Hanukkah. I'm like, it is. <laughs> so I'm not a, we're polar opposites. When this. you grew up though, did oh. you? Ha so I think, yeah, that's, I think part of why you don't care about these beautiful things yeah. is because you were showered with them as a child. 
No, we went to steak houses for the most part. I don't know. Where is the heart in your family? I need Katie Sanders back on the phone. I need to talk to her. I don't have a single holiday decoration in my house at all. Is that bad? No, that yeah. makes perfect sense. This is why this is why we're yin and yang. It's yeah, okay. Exactly. You're you're Gordon Gecko and I'm Dell. It's okay. I'm totally all right with that. Well, we're going to have different lists. For we different are going to have different well, lists. Are we getting to the list? Are we already there? Uh, Are we ready to ho 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 our way into it? We've told our backstories. I'm good. I was expecting a little bit more out of your backstory. Really? What about Selena? Is she not like into oh, any of this? Yeah, she's big into that. Well, stuff. then you've she... got to be big into it too. Uh, we're independent people. <laughs> I don't know. Jesus. She carves pumpkins and does wreath building and stuff like that. And... You should be doing that. You know what you're not going to do? This year, you know what I want you to do with Selena? <laughs> I want you to go with her and cut down a tree. She'll cut it for you. You'll yes, just watch. She will, but yeah. go with her to cut down a tree. Hercules, Hercules. And you got to tell me what the experience is like because I've been telling Trish I want to do this desperately. I want to go. Done that? No, I'm because she. Look, I fight, I fight with her. Every, I'm, I'm a lumberjack. That's different. Than, you know, Bar of the jaws. Yeah, I guess that's fair. That's awesome. That would be great, right? I'll come for that. Yeah, I know. Just like a, just, <laughs> just like a firefighter to bring a chainsaw to a knife fight. You like that? Yeah. Yeah, a little throwback to uh, The Untouchables. That's an 80s movie, right? Yeah, Why is. don't we talk about The Untouchables ever? It's not as good as people think it is. Oh, okay. I Connery's can't, great. I can't go through this with you Kevin again. Costner's a little wooden. <sighs> Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Any, anywho, one of the things that's great about these holidays, especially after getting married, and this is no knock on my in-laws who are fantastic people, but we don't see eye to eye on <laughs> a lot of things. Let's just say politically, yeah. they, they lean to one direction. I lean to another. We don't always see eye to eye. But during the holidays, you come together? Oh, no, 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 no. There's uh, <laughs> So I think, I think you know this. I asked Trish to marry me at Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and I she didn't know. Yeah. I invited her whole family. It was the first time I had hosted Thanksgiving for her whole family. I had my cousin, David, who you know I'm real close with, come in from Portland or from Seattle. And so I was wearing all my Lions stuff. Gonzo had his Lions jersey on. It was great. Ever since then, we've always hosted Thanksgiving. And it every year gets a little more interesting, Max. Gets weirder? Well... Let's just say the more comfortable we get with each other, the less we hold in our opinions. <laughs> you don't hold in opinions anyways. I did in the beginning. Not so much anymore. Really? Yeah. I don't know that, Mo. Well, you've always gotten straight Mo. 100%. Not that uh, caffeine-free stuff. Not You get Coke Classic with me. So this is what the episode today is about. If we could pick, if we could draft a fantasy dinner party yep. for all holiday dinners. And when I say holiday dinners, we're really not talking 4th of July holiday. We're talking no November on November on November through January 1st. 1st. Yep. So the last time that you and I talked about what constitutes a holiday film, I think we did a good job of defining it. Yep. The easiest explanation is it's a movie about the holidays, right? Like the Santa Claus is a holiday film. It is about Santa Claus. Easy, simple. Yep. Or It is a movie that is not about the holidays, but that its predominant setting is during a holiday. I totally agree with that. That's fine. I think both of those descriptions give us some some flex as to who we would invite to our holiday dinner well, party. Setting's important. Very important. And it's not even it's not even that. I mean, it's the diehard argument, right? Like, which I don't it even think a it's Christmas not, movie. It's not even an argument. Like it, the opening scene and the ending scene are both Christmas songs. Yep. Shane, Shane Black party. special. It's a holiday party. Wait, am I opening in the right in the opening or was it the ending that's a holiday song? The ending's let the it ending snow. is for sure. I just don't remember if the opening was. Don't remember. He's on the plane. Oh, no, no, no. I'm thinking when he gets into the uh, limo and it's Run DMC. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like the best rap Christmas song. Yeah, all right, good, good, good. All right, so that's the deal. And we're going to do it draft style because we've done one other draft. I don't remember what our other draft was. Uh, The perfect 80s comedy. Add a girl, add a girl. So we'll do do another draft. Uh, I'll mix in some special effects. We'll get the little end of In honor of my Detroit Lions (laughs) not losing today. Not losing. That's all I can ask for. (laughs) They're not not going 0-17. They're going to go... Oh, is it 01 and yep. 16? Yep. The ones in the middle? They got a tie. Oh, no, the ones at the end. 0 
16 and one while the Patriots win another Super Bowl. Oh, you shut your Patriot mouth. <laughs> so we're going to do a draft. The we have a couple of very important rules about this draft as yeah. always standard draft format. Um, I go first with the overall draft first pick because I am a Lions fan. What? I am a Lions fan. And thus every draft I get the first overall pick every episode. You make me go first. That's fair. I'm telling you, I am a Lions fan. And thus with the worst record in the history of the NFL, you twist things. I have to twist. That's what I do. Yeah, Merry Christmas. I'm not telling you to shut up. <laughs> I'm just telling you every time my new thing is every time I'm mad at you, I'm just going to say Merry Christmas. Great. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Max. So I will pick and, uh, and then you will pick and then we so go stupid. and hold on. And then we go to the second round. Oh, you'll, get- you'll pick first, then I'll pick. So it's just like it is in the NFL draft. The other rule is once you pick a character, remember, cause we're not picking actors and actresses. We're picking the characters that we want at our dinner party. We each get six people on our dinner party. And when this is over and when this episode comes out, we are going to put it to our fans to vote. On, on which team won. Oh, that's fun. And the loser, I haven't decided what's going to happen yet, but it's going to be something awful. Watch 24 Hours Goonies. No, that's that's going to happen either way. Uh, so once you pick someone from a movie, this is the big one, movie's gone. So if you pick someone from National Lampoon Christmas Vacation, that movie is off the table and no other characters can be picked from it just to keep us on our toes. I like it. It's spicy. All right. Well, Max, are you ready for the draft? I was with the first pick. Oh, no, 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 no. I'll take the first pick. You just calm down right now. Fine. You know what? We got to put something on the line. We got to come to a consensus what it's going to be. Max, I got it. What? I got what the stakes of this high stakes fantasy draft are going to (laughs) be. On the fly, hit me with it. If you win... You ready for this? Yep. If you win, which you won't, but if you win for the next year, 2022, starting in 2022, all of our episodes, whenever we have a, I go first, you go first, you go first, I go first, you get to decide the order. Oh, I like that. If I win, you have to decorate the exterior of your house for Christmas. Next year? This year. This Christmas year? lights. Christmas lights this year, buddy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and, it, and it, it has to be Clark Wellian. I want like Clark Griswoldian, you no. know, like, oh yeah, okay. it doesn't have to be that bad, but it's gotta be good. Okay. Well, <laughs> I thought you were going to make me watch Hellraiser. Oh, that yeah. would have been way better. Yeah. Can I throw that in there too? And it's you have to watch I get to choose. All right. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. You either have to, no, hold on. Cause financially. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. You either have to decorate. Yeah. This is the two most contrasting things in the world. <laughs> you have to watch all the Hellraiser movies. No. Yes. Or you have to, don't worry, just win. And then you have to worry about one. it. I can no, do- no, sir. Watching one movie is not the equivalent and you can't hire it out. You have to put the lights up on your house. So mine doesn't affect you at all. And then mine, I have to either put finances and time and effort. Into. Oh, finances. It yeah. costs like under a hundred dollars to get lights on your house. Does it cost under a hundred dollars for me to have a first pick? Yeah. Take me out for a steak dinner too. Fine deal. Steak dinner too. You don't think you're going to lose. Do you? No, I don't. Yeah. I don't really care if I was. <laughs> Woo! Here we go. Fine. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> bum, 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 All right, go. <laughs> All right. Take your stupid first pick. And with the first pick of the holiday dinner draft, I'm tense. I will be selecting Frank Cross Scrooged. No, 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 no. You're not a worm feast. You're an hallucination brought on by alcohol. Russian vodka poisoned by Chernobyl. I've been under a lot of pressure lately. I've been putting on a big silence. What? Yes. Really? Yes. Why would you want him there? At the first overall pick? Yeah. I was convinced that you were going to go after him. Convinced. Not, not even close. Oh, see, you probably went standard. Okay, well, you know what? I don't care. I'm not going to be He's made fun curmudgeon. of. He's the First of all. Better have a lot of vodka. This movie and his role in this movie and having him at my dinner party. I need someone there who's gone through the full emotional rags to riches. He went, he, the, the arc is complete. He's put a little love in your heart. Come on. 
That might get annoying too. No, he's Frank Cross. He's the best. He's like, you can do it every day. Yeah. You know? Come on, that speech. He is what I what I envision would be like ideal for my in-laws. Start off being terrible and then slide over to, you know, the tiny Tim. You know, you got something you want to say? Like, come on. I bet it lasts for a day and he turned it back to his normal. No, self. dude. It's 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 Bill Murray playing the role of Frank Cross, the updated version of the Charles Dickens classic A Christmas Carol. You can't beat this movie. Let's talk about it just for a moment, then we'll get back to our draft a selfish cynical television executive is haunted by three spirits bearing lessons on christmas eve he's unbearable go buy me that goose <laughs> go buy me the fattest goose i want frank cross sitting right next to me at my holiday dinner i don't know wow i've never seen you go so sour on one of my picks before well, i had elliot Loudermilk. oh really yeah. all right that would have been good a little yeah. bobcat gold yeah. in there yeah, all right the voice in there yeah. you, you, do, you do a good bobcat ah. <laughs> That's all I can do. <laughs> Elliot, okay, but this is going to be the theme, I bet you, of our entire I'm going obscure, guess. you're going not obs- No, no, not obscure. You're going to go like betas, and I'm going to go alphas. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, give me the spineless Elliot for 200 Elliot. Get a shotgun. Oh, is this one of your favorite? This is one of my favorite holiday films. Scrooge is great. I don't like it Richard Donner. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> Max, it's your pick. Who do you pick? First round, second pick. With the second pick. The Flying Sanders select Dale Griffith, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I'm going to leap across the table <laughs> and break your mother freaking neck. You don't even like this movie. I'm I wasn't oh my yeah. God. <laughs> Jesus. Tap dancing Christ. I would have taken Kevin Bacon from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles anyway. For his five second yeah. role. He's oh smirking. He's running. He seems like fun. Unbelievable. <laughs> I, I wanted to see how you would react. Oh, you got it. You got Blood the reaction boiled. you wanted. Blood boiled, my friend. I'm going to Ellen Griswold in Christmas Vacation. I don't know, Sparky. I just have this feeling. Ellen, it's not gonna... I want to have Christmas here in our house means a lot to me. All my life I've wanted to have a big family Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's just that I know how you build things up in your mind, Sparky. You set standards that no family event can ever live up to. When have I ever done that? Parties, weddings, Night, anniversaries, honey. funerals, holidays, vacations. Graduations. That's a solid pick. Yeah. So it's, I'll tell you right now. So obviously Scrooge and Christmas Vacation are now off the table. Yep. I was really torn between Cousin Eddie and Ellen. Why would you want Cousin Eddie? Because I want, <laughs> I, you got to come have dinner. You got to have Thanksgiving dinner over my house. You'll okay. understand why. I guess it's just chaos. Total chaos. Yeah. Plus but, my three kids. Come on. So did you mesh the people together? Like this is going to be a group, good group of six? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is okay. my whole team. Cause look, we're drafting like it's an NFL yeah. team. You got to have, uh, if you're going to have a pocket passing quarterback, you need receivers that can stretch the field. Yeah. So she's you my know? coach. She's my rock. All right. So for those who haven't seen it, the Griswold family plans for a big, Christmas family. The Griswold family or Clark? Clark. (laughs) Clark. There you go. And it turns into a big disaster. Huge disaster. Yeah. But I need a rock. I mean, at the foundation of this dinner, she's not going to be phased for the most part. Because anyone I bring, she's got Clark, she's got Eddie. Can you imagine the Clark Griswold stories she can tell? Because Clark's (laughs) not going to tell you the embarrassing stories. Right. She's got all the good stuff. She's she's beautiful. Beverly D'Angelo. Yeah. 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 Did you see uh, when Chevy Chase got his celebrity roast? She she went after him. It was pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah. It was really good. So she can handle chaos. And can she cook? It seemed like she she was cooking. I wasn't sure if she's a good cook. Well, remember she didn't screw up. It was cousin Eddie's wife That's that destroyed saying. the. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So she can cook. Yeah. And also she has that holiday spirit. Remember when Clark's lights aren't working and she flicks them on and yep. doesn't tell him? Yeah, yeah. Like I want those little kind of like moments. Where... You want someone to safeguard you. Yeah. You want a nice warm blanket. Yeah. A Diane Weiss, so to speak. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, if Diane Weiss was in a holiday movie, I would have picked her. All right, round one in the books. Yeah. Uh, that takes us to round two, the third overall pick. And Max, that would be you. You're leading us off. Oh, I get to go back? Yep. I literally went over this with you. Cool. Merry yeah. Christmas, Max. <laughs> Merry Christmas. So I need to add some spice to this, but also some heart. I need like a combination of wild card. So with the third overall pick. I'm going Martin Riggs. <laughs> Lethal Weapon. Now you can jump if you want to, but you'll be taking me with you, and that makes you a murderer. Okay? Come on, let's go you back. You bastard! Yeah, you'll be killing a cop. Now yeah, I'll be killing a psycho nut cop! Yeah, a psycho, but I'm still a cop. You coming in? Come on, I'm going in. I'm jumping! Do you really want to jump? Do you want to? Well, then that's fine with me. Come on, let's do it. Damn it, that's a good pick. Yeah! So first, before you jump into it, I want to hear crap from anyone. From anyone about how Lethal Weapon is not a holiday movie. He's in a Christmas tree. What are, what are they called? Emporium. <laughs> sure. We had yeah. another episode where you're like, he was in a Christmas tree store. I'm like, a lot? And yeah. you're like, yeah, 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 yeah a lot. Yeah. I'm like, you need to buy a Christmas tree, Max. Yeah. So he's just, I don't know. There's just something fun about him. You are Riggs. I am? Yeah, you're Riggs. Not he, as cool. You're he's like, very oh, cool. He's, I know. You're not as he's cool. The hair, the body. Like, I worry that you're going to, like, you're going to, like, <laughs> they're going to, like, hey, uh, Murtaugh, we, yeah. got, we got you a new partner. I'm buzzing the tower. I'm like, who? They'll be like, this guy Sanders. He's nuts. <laughs> 1987, old veteran cop gets paired with a new young guy. I'm getting cop. too old for this. <laughs> and they got to put their differences aside to catch a drug dealer. Classic. Classic. Yeah. So Donner at his best. Oh, my God. Donner's had two appearances so far. Already? Yeah. yeah. Scrooged in uh, Lethal Weapon. <laughs> so he can take us outside for target practice. He can show us that little happy face. Have a nice day. He can show us jujitsu. He can do his uh, shoulder separation thing after a few drinks. True, and, true. Yeah. Three Stooges impressions. Yeah. And also, he's got some heart. Remember when he's making chili at Murtaugh's house? So he's got a ton of heart. Yeah. And he talks about the gold pen. The gold story. pen that he yeah. lost. Yeah. How about the end of the movie, which is like one of my favorite holiday scenes? We were just talking about this on our last episode when he brings the little bullet inside the bow and oh yeah i hope he doesn't give me a bullet that'd yeah, be weird that'd be super weird you wouldn't know what to do with it you call selena <laughs> selena what do i do with this she'll like put it in the safe also cheap date he's drinking course yeah possibly naked by the end of the of it all just on the beach just all hanging right out it's a good pick max it's a good pick that puts it back on me max with the second round bottom of the second round From the 1983 movie, Trading Places, Louis Winthorpe III. 50 bucks? No, no, no. This is a Rochefoucauld, the thinnest water-resistant watch in the world. Singularly unique, sculptured in design, handcrafted in Switzerland, and water-resistant to three atmospheres. This is the sports watch of the 80s. $6,955 retail. You got a receipt? It tells time simultaneously in Monte Carlo, Beverly Hills, London, Paris, Rome, and Stad. In Philadelphia, it's worth 50 bucks. No Billy Ray? <sighs> so here's the thing. Prime Eddie. I got to think. Forget Eddie. We're talking dinner party. Who's sitting at the table? I want to know how he went from homeless. Like, what was his family life like? Education? Billy Ray and Frank Cross at the same table? Wouldn't work. But Frank Cross and Louis Winthorpe. I love it. They like try to one up each other, snob wise. No, there's no, there's no one up. And she shit. stepped on the ball. But then neither of them would say that. I'd chime in with. Looking that. good, Billy Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Looking good. Uh, trading places. A snobbish investor and Wiley Street con artist find their positions reversed as a part of a bet by two callous millionaires, the Dukes. Love the Dukes. Love the Dukes. Randolph and Randolph <laughs> and Motormer. Oh yeah, from Coming to America. That's so funny. It's the best cameo of all time. It's real close. Yeah. It's real, real close. What's the first. I think the best cameo of all time. Matt Damon in Deadpool. Flash Gordon in Ted. 
Oh yeah, that is for me. That might be un- unquestionably the best of ever. Is it too long for a cameo? No, it's okay. still a cameo, okay. and it's it's incredible. <laughs> tell me, there's anything? Be- yeah, it's, tell me, there's yeah, anything better? It is. It is incredible. Uh, all right, so look, Lewis Winthorpe. I mean, uh, there. Where do I even begin? His whole character when he is Santa Claus. At the, you want at, that? I want, I want that. I want him. I want him at his breaking point at dinner. You want the salmon eating? Yes. When he's like, that's <laughs> <laughs> so amazing. He stuffs the salmon inside of his Santa suit. When he eats it, it's got to be covered in Santa. Oh, hair. it's the best. Big I would eat that hair. salmon. I don't even care. And he's just drunk, and he pulls out the gun, and he tries to plant the drugs on uh, Billy Ray. The whole, the whole scene's in- incredible. He wakes up from his like death coma. He wakes up from like a real fun. Guess. He wakes up from trying to kill himself. He looks over over at Coleman and said, I had the most absurd nightmare. I was poor and no one liked me. I lost my job. I lost my house. Penelope hated me. It's so good. The whole scene is gold. I want Lewis Winthorpe at my table. I want him with his watch that he tried to hawk. With a black eye? Yeah. Yeah. With, with a big shiner. Wait, I want him. Is he wearing the Santa suit or the pimp suit? Oh, wow. I want him in the Santa suit. Okay, I want him in the yeah. Santa suit no, no, at that's dinner. The, that's like, that's the negative effective holiday no no No. give me frank cross and lewis winthorpe it's the best (laughs) max moving along to oh no it's my pick round three that goes back to me round three my pick i don't like the snake drafting thing well then just win and you can pick how things work in the order after this or you can watch hellraiser whatever you want (laughs) i'm not gonna take yours but here's i might take yours the strategy here is i know there are certain ones you don't want so i can let them ride out until the fifth and sixth round i'm trying to go after movies that i know you're gonna want but there's a couple i don't want so you should be okay Top of the third round, Max, my pick. I am going with a gentleman. (laughs) I think you're going to be mad. I think you're going to want someone else from this. I'm going with Duke, played by Tony Burton from Rocky IV. Apollo was like my son. I raised him. And when he died, part of me died. But now, you're the one. You're the one that's going to keep his spirit alive. You're the one that's going to make sure that he didn't die for nothing. Now, you're going to have to go through hell. Worse than any nightmare that you ever dreamed. But in the end, I know you'll be the one standing. You know what you got to do. Do it. Do it. You took my all-star pick. Is that who you wanted? No. Oh. Sick of the robot. Oh, you were going to pick the robot. Yeah, happy oh, birthday, Polly. Come, come on. on. I thought you'd take Polly. <laughs> I thought about it. Yeah, I thought you'd take Polly. But he's like a loud drunk. No. So Rocky Four. we've talked about this movie. By the way, I know we've not had a chance because of work and everything else, but you and I have got to make our way out to seeing the director's cut of Rocky Four. Is it out in it's theaters? Out. It's okay. out. Don't ask me if it's out in theaters, okay. for God's sake. Merry Christmas, Max. <laughs> you should know that. I thought it was going to come out Christmas Come Day. on, come that's, on. That's very appropriate. No, it's out. So again, a movie that a lot of people wouldn't immediately assume is a holiday movie, but the fight, I mean, he fights Ivan Drago and yeah, stops the Cold War <laughs> on Christmas Day. So to get everybody up to speed, Rocky Four, we find Apollo Creed, Rocky's best friend, comes out of retirement for an exhibition fight against the Russian Ivan Look Drago. I must break you. <laughs> If he dies, he dies. Six lines of dialogue. Happy birthday, Polly. (laughs) See? I can't believe you didn't pick that. All right, whatever. So they had this exhibition fight. James Brown is there. Living in America. You know the robot went on tour with him that year? That's fantastic. That's really amazing. So 
Drago kills Apollo. Yep. I Ra- thought Apollo would have been a good pick too. Yeah, it could have been. He could wear the stars. Apollo's over the top. Like you were talking about how the one upsmanship at the dinner table. Like, he'd come win. on. He'd yeah, win. he'd win for sure. Yeah. So Rocky avenges Apollo, fights Drago, blah, blah, blah. But who I picked was Duke. He's got- Duke is. Oh, he has a line too. Yeah. Duke, Duke's the best. Yeah. Duke is the best for a host of reasons. Even, even, even going back to Rocky three, when Duke is training Rocky to take on Clubber. Yep. And he's doing it with Apollo. But Duke is, he's the type of calm, cool temperament, but like seething underneath it, he's always doing the right thing. You know, he's a good human being and he's like, you know, Rock, you got to take everything you've got. You know, like <laughs> he's just, he's, the intensity's there. And I just imagine him at my dinner table, you know, if Frank Cross gets out of line or Winthorpe is stealing the salmon, he's going to be like, <laughs> Mo. Come here. He's got a little Mick in him. I thought even about, like, I can't do Mick because I could have done Mick from a different movie, uh, Burgess Meredith. <laughs> You're picking all curmudgeon guys who are just going to yell at each That's other. That's not true. I got some, I've, Duke is a soft touch. He's a wonderful, loving guy. I don't, I mean. He plays chess. He plays a beautiful game of chess. Yeah, but he's a boxing trainer. Yeah, like. but a trainer. Yeah. He's, that means he's seen the rough side of the world. <laughs> all right, whatever. That's my pick. <laughs> Moving on to you, Max. Round three, bottom yeah. of the round. What do you got? I'm going. I'm, I'm really happy you didn't pick this one. I thought you were. I'm going Theo from Die Hard. So Kareem rebounds, right? Feeds Worthy on the break. Over to AC to Magic. Then back to Worthy, right? Boom! Two points. We're in. This is the first one I'm furious about. <laughs> I'm so mad about this. Woo! Not because you picked Theo. How do you not take Harry Ellis? How do you not have Ellis at your house? How do you not have Hans? But by the way, can I blow your mind for a second? I want a sweaty guy going to the bathroom. Because he's the best. He's the best. Uh, Get him a Coke. He'll be fine. (laughs) Can I tell you why he's incredible even more than I thought? Because he's Warren Beatty's best friend? No. He directed PCU? That's He directed. Harry Ellis directed PCU. That's yeah. wild. Congratulations. <laughs> you won up to me. Merry Christmas. God bless. Keep the change, you filthy animal. I'll tell you why this is incredible. I bet you haven't watched this movie yet, and it's an 80s movie. Have you seen Supergirl yet? No. It is pure garbage. <laughs> but the attractive male lead that gets like put under the spell of the bad lady yep. is Harry Ellis. Okay. Who is like mustacheless and shirtless for most of the movie. And he falls in love with Supergirl. You need to watch it. Okay. <laughs> it's hot garbage, but you need to watch it. Uh, go ahead, Max. He's at your dinner table. Okay. Tell me how he's going to interact with all the other people. Well, first of all, Die Hard 1988. <laughs> NYPD officer John McClane gets trapped in Nakatomi Plaza during a terrorist situation with Hans Gruber. They fight. He saves the day. And, and just... A small point. Yep. They're not terrorists. Yeah, they're heistmen. Yeah. Is that what they It's a called? bank heist. Yeah, okay. What are they called then? Robbers? Robbers. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Cap burglars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hamburglers. Yeah. They're a bunch of hamburglers. Yeah, so first of all, the fact that he's a robber, I want to know his backstory, how he got into computers. How did he get in Han's group? That's in a very eclectic group of people. I agree. In the I 80s. agree. I agree. How they all meet. I want to know that. He can tell me cool bank hacker stuff. Like, I, I could probably learn some, like, basic coding stuff. Also, great cable knit sweater. That white sweater, that's total Christmas. Right is, is it weird that you're going to have Martin Riggs and Theo at the same table? Isn't they, that a little bit of conflict? They'll probably see eye to eye on some stuff. Will they, though? Because yeah. one of them is like a murderous <laughs> bank robber. He and never hurts or kills anybody in the movie. That's because he's like the computer nerd. He's like the accountant of the group. Yeah. He's still a bank robber. But he can talk sports. Remember when he's coming yeah. in? He's like, yeah, Kareem yeah. passes to AC Green. Magic Johnson, two points. <laughs> 
man. Also, I mean, I want to know what Carl's like off the job or like what's Hans like on his Sundays. You know what I mean? That stuff's going to be really fun. Uh, your dinner table's so much different <laughs> than my dinner table. And he can do the whole Christmas story thing. Remember, he's like, "Twas the night before Christmas and all through the house, not a creature was stirring except the four blanks coming in the rear in a standard two by two cover formation. What, what's a blank? I'm kidding. Swear, yeah, I know. Yeah. Swear word. Yeah, yeah. I love that you can't swear. I love Clarence Gilliard too. It's amazing that he was only in this and Top Gun. And right. That's it. Right. Sundown. I think it's crazy that this is Alan Rickman's first film. It makes no sense. It's, and that's when, I mean, he's done theater, but this is his first motion picture. Yep. Uh, it's a good pick. I'm bummed because I really wanted Harry Ellis. So fine. Are you happy? You hurt yep. my feelings. I'm that's your happy. goal in this. Yeah. Max, with three rounds down, my team is shaping up. I've got, Frank, I've got Frank Cross, Louis Winthorpe III, and Duke. Uh, respectively from Scrooge <laughs> Training Places and Rocky Four, And you've got Ellen Griswold, Martin Riggs, and Theo, respectively from National Lampoon, Christmas Vacation, Lethal Weapon, and Die Hard. I love it. I'm happy with my list. It's one hell of a dinner table. <laughs> Come out to the coast. Meet some friends. Uh, before we get into rounds four, five, and six, now is a perfect time for a little tip of the hat to our sponsors. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Capsiva Pain Relieving Gel. And I can tell you that if you're sitting at a table across from a guy who has to go to the bathroom every 25 minutes, sure. you're going to get arthritis. You're going to get muscle soreness, psoriasis. Um, Capsiva is all Sorry. natural. It's okay. <laughs> Capsiva is all natural and designed to increase blood flow for the healing and pain relief process. Uh, try it for free at capsiva.com. That's C-A-P-S-I-V-A.com. And uh, you know, Max, I'm an old man and I need this kind of stuff. It works. It's, it's, it's great stuff. Yeah, it's like Wilford Brimley in Cocoon. You know what I mean? It's, you feel revitalized. It, that's exactly what it's like. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Lindsay Larravee Photography. Uh, if you have checked out our website, hopefully you have. You've seen the amazing photos that were put up there. Lindsay, so good. Yeah, Lindsay and her team did all of those. She teased my hair. She was, she was fun to work with. Uh, just made the whole experience really exciting for us. She has been taking photos of families, children, and smiles in Metro Detroit since 2017. Um, she loves what she does, and it shows. She works with her clients, catches everything in the moment, and adores watching the connections and relationships unfold in front of her lens. If you mention Buzz in the Tower, you get $25 off any family session in 2021. You can find Lindsay on our website under our sponsors page. Uh, check her up and get some work done. She is fantastic. Yeah, she made us look good. She can make anyone look good. All right, Max, we're on the, the back half of it, and uh, the dinner party is starting to take shape. The, the water's starting <laughs> to fill the container. We're starting to see what it's going to be like. I'm feeling a little past the cranberry. I can see it happening, right? Do you like cranberry sauce? I love everything holiday-related. What's your favorite? Uh, oh, that's a great question. Yeah. Smashed potatoes. It, it probably is. So I make these atomic like mashed potatoes, which are basically... Spicy? No. Three different types of cheeses, sour cream, garlic, chives, and bacon. But I don't use like bacon bits or like pre... Like, you know, I buy thick cut bacon, fry it, and then chop it into little pieces. I prefer lobster mashed potatoes. Is that a thing? Yeah. I'm sure at your house it is. Mm. Do, you, do you... Are you aware that your entire existence to me is... <laughs> and I, I grew up in like an affluent area and I look at you and I'm like... Yeah. Da -da -da. I don't know. <laughs> What's her name? Candace Fry. Yeah. Oh God, I can't remember. Yeah. Muffy at the da -da -da. Oh, I forgot one good thing about. Martin. I am mixing names from like Caddyshack too. I'm all over the map. Go ahead. I'm sorry for Martin Riggs too. Riggs. Whenever, whenever he's like past the potatoes, I'm like, do you really want the potatoes? <laughs> 
Good, right? You love saying that. We each have our lines, yep. and that's the one that you love yep. for sure. It is fun. <laughs> no, do you jump. really want to jump? Yeah. Oh, so God. I didn't know we were competing, but this is my ace in the you hole. You didn't know when you wake up in the morning, you're competing. Every day of your life, every minute. This is how we differ. Yeah. I, I, exist. I know. You wake up and you're like, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. You're, you're the Homer Simpson where there's just like, in his head, it's just some 40s cartoon playing yes. over and over again. That's me. Um, <laughs> you're Mer- like, must be everyone. Merry Christmas, Max. But this is my, this is my winner. This is my big ticket. Chicken dinner? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm going gizmo. Gremlins. Listen, this might be the hill that I die on. I am. I like gremlins. What? But I do not love gremlins. Do you like Baby Yoda? Yes. Well, Baby you Yoda Grogu? walks because Gris- Gr- no. Griswold. No. no, Grogu. Gizmo crawl. Gizmo. G- Gizmo. Gizmo. Gizmo duck. Just go to duck. Gizmo crawled, so Grogu. Are we walk. still having this? Are we still here? Are yeah. you still on this? Yes. You're making one hell of a point. <laughs> the cute little fun thing in a show that becomes the endearing. Cute li- you're the cute little. You are the gizmo of the show. I'll take it. You will are you take me? it. I'll I don't. Get t-shirts printed. Like I don't that. hate. I don't hate Gremlins. I probably am how you feel about the Goonies is how I feel about the Gremlins. Like I like Gremlins, mm-hmm. but I don't get the fanfare around Gremlins. It's comedy horror. It's I like, know, but I, it's it just doesn't it doesn't do it for me. What the music does? I love the nah, 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 nah. Gizmo like playing on the little synth. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's cute. It's yeah. cute. So 1984, a young man inadvertently breaks three important rules concerning his new pet and unleashes a horde of malevolently mischievous monsters on a small oh, town. That's a, that's a mouthful. I said it. Yeah, I can't believe you. <laughs> I can't believe we're not on take, take six and my hands are buried in uh, my face is buried in my hands. I'm like, please let it stop. Loves TV. Doesn't need to be the dominant person in conversation. Uh Oh, I'm starting to think I understand why you like Gizmo. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We get him a cute little rain poncho so he doesn't get wet. Little hat at the table, adorable. Because <laughs> there's accidental spills. During- Riggs Riggs shoots Gizmo <laughs> within the first 15 minutes of dinner. <laughs> Unquestionably. And, and Theo goes, the quarterback is toast. Yeah, no question, no question. And Ellen Griswold's probably like drunk and not even paying attention. So he, he can't overstay his welcome. He, he has to go by midnight. You know, when you have pestering house guests, he has to leave. So that's always good. That's actually, that's a, that's fair. That yeah. makes sense. Sorry, guys, got to wrap it up. My gizmo's got to go to bed. We can put him in a little race car too. That'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, and there you have it. He's there, too and, and that, what, what is the, the thing you always say when I try to, I, the, you there claim, you go. And there you go. Yeah. There you go. Moving along. Moving well, along. Also, so sidebar, some of the gremlins voices were done by Michael Winslow. Does that mean he can come to my dinner too? No. Oh, but that's awesome. Yeah. Right? I didn't know that. Yeah. We got the bleeps, the creeps and the bleeps. <laughs> <laughs> when are we going to do like a five episode runner on police Academy? First of the year <sighs> or, or your birthday. My birthday. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll have to see our birthdays are so close together. Maybe we'll do one for you. One for me. There you go. We uh, should do a birthday special. Where I'll you get to pick genius. something? I know you will. God, real genius. <laughs> what do you do? Did Labyrinth? you see that TikTok I sent you about? Yeah, Dak Shepard. Dak Shepard. <laughs> Listen, I can't. I can't tell the story on the show. But to anyone who's listening, go to TikTok or YouTube or even Google and just look up Dak Shepard, real genius, Jello. 
That's all I want you to look up. And, <laughs> and you're in for a treat. Yeah. You're in for a treat. All right, that takes it to my fourth round pick. Max, with the fourth round pick, I will be selecting <laughs> from the 1982 movie First Blood, Colonel Troutman. Colonel, you came out here to find out why one of your machines blew a gasket. You don't seem to want to accept the fact that you're dealing with an expert in guerrilla warfare. With a man who's the best. With guns, with knives, with his bare hands. A man who's been trained to ignore pain. Ignore weather. To live off the land. To eat things that'll make a billy goat puke. In Vietnam, his job was to dispose of enemy personnel. To kill. Period. Win by attrition. Well, Rambo was the best. Max, before you say a word, I just want you to know... Richard Crenna has a seat at my holiday table. <laughs> R.I.P. I think he's passed away. I could he be is. wrong. Not summer rental, Richard Crenna? No. Oh. And also not Hot Shots Part 2. That's 90s. <laughs> that doesn't matter. He's still in it. He's great. And he's basically playing Troutman in that. And it's incredible. God didn't create this dinner party. Mo did. <laughs> Max, imagine. <laughs> think about who's at my table right now. You That's old men. The Just... key. The, Max, it's the best. It's the best. Like, come on. Like, it, it, think about who's at my dinner table. I got Frank Cross and Louis Winthorpe having their little rich guy thing going on. I got Duke, my motivational speaker, playing a quiet chess game, and I got Troutman. Troutman comes in late. He's wearing the beret. He's got the trench coat on. He's drinking bourbon. He's like, Mo. <laughs> I'm like, Colonel. It's like, good to see you. I'm like, I've tried to contact you a number of times. And he's like, well, I've been busy. What if he insults your food? He's like, I don't That's care. What Billy Goat puke. Oh, it's the best. Oh, man. So, First Blood. You're not going to? No. No, First Blood. Oh, that's not a Christmas movie. That's not a Christmas movie. Could be. No, it's not a Christmas <laughs> movie. First Blood, to make sure everybody understands why this is a holiday movie, a veteran Green Beret is forced by a cruel sheriff. I could have gone with Brian Dennehy. I thought about doing that, too. That would be good. Um, and his deputies to flee into the mountains and wage an escalating one-man war against his pursuers. This entire film takes place over the holiday weekend. I think it's Christmas weekend, right? That's yep. why nobody's around. They have to call in the National Guard. They got to bring him in. There's holiday lights up in the town. So it's, it's a holiday film. You don't think of it as one, but it's a holiday film similar to gremlins right like it's it's a holiday film that's more holiday so it's first blood shut your pie hole so uh troutman is one of my favorite characters he's one of my favorite like supporting characters ever the cool confidence in which he walks in there and makes all these small town bumpkins feel like small i want that at my dinner table i want him like i want someone at the dinner table to say something dumb and be like you know mo could kill you all at the, at the snap of a finger i trained him myself like i i want that persona right i just think it would be a blast <laughs> Oh, no. You don't know. You're you faded on that one. <laughs> Troutman's my pick. He fits perfectly. Max going to the fifth round. My pick again. Top of the fifth. Max, I know you've been waiting for this. I know that deep in your heart you knew it was coming. My fifth round pick. I'm going with a little movie from 1989 called Prancer, Jessica Riggs. <laughs> oh God. I'm sorry, I don't have any time for chit chat. I know you're not the real Santa. Whoa. Of course I am. But can you get this letter to him? Why don't you just put a stamp on it and drop it in the mailbox? It's too late for that. Please believe me. This is a matter of utmost importance. Prancer's in the shed near my house. I plan to take him to Antler Ridge on December 23rd, midnight. All that's in the letter? Here's a picture of him. That way Santa will know you're telling the truth. 
So let's establish right away. She is not Martin Riggs' daughter, niece, nephew. Anything. Could be. No, we've discussed this. We it's, should do a fantasy thing. Like, right? What if? What if Martin Riggs had a daughter and didn't know who it was, and it was Jessica Riggs? And Wade Garrett was his friend who secretly took her? Wade Garrett, father of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Prancer. A farm girl nurses a wounded reindeer she believes is one of Santa's, hoping to bring it back to health in time for Christmas. Her holiday spirit inspires those around her, something her disheartened father is having trouble understanding. Let me be crystal clear when I say this. Jessica Riggs did for Christmas what Rocky Balboa did for the Cold War. She stopped it? No, she won it. Okay. She won Christmas. She has so much spirit. First of all, can you watch this movie without crying? No. Is it possible to watch this movie without crying? Didn't your family not cry? No, my wife didn't cry. So this is a bro cry movie or something? No, my kids all cried. I cried. You and Aaron cried. I don't remember. I know my wife. My wife does not like this movie, and that's why we have marital issues, (laughs) just so you're clear. This movie. Well, break it down. Break it down. I, I mean, look. This girl, this girl loses her mother. Her mother dies. Yep. And she's got a brother and her father. Her father, who is played by the bouncer from the Double Deuce, (laughs) (laughs) Wade Wade Garrett. No, Sam Elliott. Um, He is awful. He basically gives away his daughter, gives away the reindeer. Like, it's awful. The whole thing is so terrible. He's so mean to her. All this girl is, is just pure faith and belief. She gets in a fight with her friend. Do you remember? I don't know if you remember the scene because it, it's, it just sticks in my head. This entire scene, Carol Weatherby, her, her little girlfriend gets in a fight with her. All right for you, Carol Weatherby. You're not my friend anymore. Carol replies. What did I say? Jessica says that there is no heaven. And Carol says, so, and Jessica says, what about my mother? Then how do you not love a little kid that thinks and feels this way? In addition to the fact that she saves Christmas and she's the most beautiful, wonderful character ever, the entire town is brought up by her. Like they, she rises Remember the old lady who is like the recluse and she cleans her house. And they, Fleishman. Yeah. Oh, she's great. She was my pick. Oh, you were going to go prancer prancer. Really? Oh yeah. Because she would have you. That's how you are. You don't want to put lights on your house. <laughs> yeah. She would have done. got along fine. Yeah. So you're at the dinner table, right? And you're looking around and you got, Frank Cross and Jessica Riggs, right? It's a match made in heaven. She will bring the spirit out of her. Okay. Right? Out of him. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Same thing. Potato, potato. And earlier you made some comment about like, oh, you got all these grumpy guys there. Well, not anymore. And then Lewis Winthorpe. I mean, the, the heart, the, the emotion. And then Troutman. You know, Troutman's <laughs> going to be like, you know, whatever. He'll be there. It'll be great. I don't know what he'll say, but it'll be great. Would the reindeer come too? I, I would assume. It's Eat kind of a pie? package deal, right? <laughs> Knock over things in your house. I love Prancer so much, it's Max. A great, I, I'm I'm in agreement with you. For yeah, once. it's a great movie for <laughs> once. All right, Max, it takes you to your fifth round pick. Yep. So I got two coming up, right? Yeah, you got your second to last and your last back yep. to back. With my fifth round pick, I'm going Sally Albright when Harry met Sally. Amanda is my friend. So. So you're going with her. So. So you're coming on to me. No, I wasn't. What? Can a man say a woman is a tractor without it being a come on? All right, all right. Let's just say, just for the sake of argument, that it was a come on. What do you want me to do about it? I take it back, okay? I take it back. You can't take it back. Why not? Because it's already out there. Oh, geez, what are we supposed to do? Call the cops, it's already out there. Just let it lie okay secret disclosure what this is like gremlins for me you don't like when harry met sally it's not that i don't like it 
I like it, but this is another one. I, I don't get the hype. It started the modern rom-com. I don't. It's get, Rob Reiner. I don't get the it's hype. Billy Crystal. I, you, I know all these things. I, I don't like the hype. Meg Ryan's cute as the button. She is cute as a button. Yeah. The button or a button? A button. Okay. Or the button. Or the button. The best button. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin <laughs> button. Whatever. It doesn't matter. 1989. Harry and Sally have known each other for years, and they're very good friends, and it's a will they, won't they for over a decade. Right. Yeah. I mean, she's always, well, first of all, if you don't think it's a holiday movie, screw you, because <laughs> New Year's all the time. Right. Yeah. Not much Christmassy, but we count New, New Year's. New Year's counts as a holiday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's a conversational powerhouse, okay? She can go back and forth. She can have her quibs, her opinions about relationships. She's quick-witted. How would she deal with Gizmo? She'd probably adopt him. Are you kidding me? All right. Yeah. All right. I'm just checking. I'm just checking. And she's got that New York kind of insecurity. And also the 80s fashion, like those big bowler hats and those flowy dresses. And God, you love fashion. I mean, her hair, too, is so 80s. I don't know. It's something about Meg Ryan. It's just like, and also her really particular food instructions would be annoying, but like a curiosity. It's like where you need to like cook the turkey at like 500 degrees for 37 minutes. I'm developing some themes. I'm starting to feel some themes in your dinner party. That there's good conversation. And I don't know if it's conversation. It's just it's very it's very soft it's a very soft party when do you want to why do you want to have a hard party i don't want a hard come party. on over it's a hard party <laughs> yeah troutman we're gonna be yelling at each other god this didn't make rambo i did <laughs> who wants a hard party all how right, do you all sell right, that fine, fine fine sally's good sally's yeah. good no you don't you don't like it i'm not thrilled about it all right well you're gonna hate my next pick your last pick yeah. with with your sixth round final pick oh man here we go you shouldn't have made this competition that i actually have stakes for now what kind of stakes well, because T-bone, I, bone in. Well, because I don't want to do the things you told me to do, so I'm going to take your legs out. I'm going Del Griffith, planes, trains, and automobiles. You want to hurt me? Go right ahead if it makes you feel any better. I'm an easy target. Yeah, you're right. I talk too much. I also listen too much. I could be a cold-hearted cynic like you. But I don't like to hurt people's feelings. Well, you think what you want about me. I'm not changing. I like, I like me. My wife likes me. My customers like me. Because I'm the real article. What you see is what you get. You tricked the trickster. Yeah. I thought because you said it earlier that you would do this on purpose to like mess with me. And then you said you weren't going to. So I left it. That was my last pick and you just stole it from me. I wasn't going to do this until you gave me like stakes. And I want to be clear that the only reason he was my last pick is because I never in a million years expected you to pick him. I thought you were going to let Tom Brady slip to the sixth round and I'd be able to grab him. Alpha's got to win. Unbelievable. Alpha, the, the, the student that, you, the master. that you picked him is so <laughs> unbelievable. Like if people understood, you don't even like this movie. You're going to get lampooned when we do our whole episode on it people, people are gonna, are gonna say i'm smart no they're not i hate you so much i can't believe you took my one of my favorite movies and now it's off the table i'm gonna have like a, i'm gonna ask for a trade i'm so angry I want the rest of your I'm, still, I'm still gonna win because my, my next my next gross. my next pick is great but it's okay. not dell yeah and it, don't worry it'll I'll, I'll offset this with your gizmo pick but continue continue with the movie that you don't even like well because you're stupid by and the I end of you. it it does make sense why he's kind of oh I'll listen to you listen to you i hope i hope you get called out for this crap go, go ahead talk about it's trains john candy it is john candy that great mustache you know oh, i love that man. i know he could sell some shower rings let's say my shower's go tell the people about the movie i can't wait to hear you talk about this movie so a traveling salesman gets stuck in kansas with a big shot i don't even know <laughs> with uh, <laughs> steve martin and john candy going on a road trip i hate you so right? much i hate you is, so much is 1987 john hughes <laughs> 
God. Is that it? I'm not helping you with this. I'm so mad right now. (laughs) And I mean, John Candy, Del Griffith almost kills him a few times. This is the greatest movie ever made and you're butchering it. So I'm sorry. You know what? Jump in. You know, I'm not going to jump in because we're doing a full episode on this movie. So for right now, people should just know that Max may have selected Del, (laughs) but he doesn't know what he's doing. And my team is still going to win, even though you have one of the best players in the league on your team right now. And he would be perfect at dinner. I I hate Michael Jordan, but I'd have him on my team. All right, Max. Great. (laughs) Great. Wonderful. That's fantastic. So that leaves me with the final pick of the draft. And as you noted, there's a lot on the line here. So I better be smart about who I pick. Max, with my final pick of the draft. Make it good. Uh, well, there aren't a lot of movies left because remember, that was kind of the trick of what we did is that once you pick a movie, it's off the plate. There's one solid one. There's left. one solid one left. You're right. The 1985 film. You got it. Santa Claus the movie. And I am going with Dudley Moore himself, Patch. Well, isn't it elf explanatory? How's that? I'm an elf. An elf? Yes. You mean like a fairy? No, I'm not a fairy. I'm an elf. But, but... Why are you here? Well, I gather you're a great toy giver. I'm a great toy maker. We should get together. Why should I do that? Well, you know the old saying, heaven helps those who help their elf. But, but, but why me? Because I want to help you. Why? So Santa Claus will appreciate me. I was right. You are a lunatic. Don't you believe in Santa Claus? Why should I? He never brought me anything. That's because you were probably a naughty boy. I would have gone BZ. So I would have done BZ if I didn't already have Frank Cross. That's true. Frank man. Cross is basically okay. BZ. I like that you're thinking like that. I right? have to I do have a okay, little good. diversity. Yeah, yeah. And I, I want you to think a minute about half of my dinner table is made up of characters that have that arc, that character change. They go from, you know, again, Frank Cross goes from this awful person to this wonderful person. Lewis Winthorpe goes from this awful person to this wonderful person. Who's rich? Who's rich? <laughs> And he'll bring something really good to eat. Patch goes from not awful. He's manipulated, but it's ego driven. He learns to saving Christmas. Yep. I mean, so you like the turns. I have kind of the steady path. Right, right, right. Yeah. I like, I like, cause that's, that's my story, right? Rags, emotional rags to riches is basically my story. <laughs> you want to sit on a couch? What are no, we doing? I'm good, man. Just ask me if I'm all right. I'm not all right. <laughs> I get emotional, not you, man, but I figure between him and then, you know, Troutman, Troutman for me is like my Ellen Griswold. He's just keeping the, he's the, your rock. Yeah. He's, my, he's Troutman. He's the ultimate rock. He talks. Rambo down from murdering everyone. Nothing is over. <laughs> That's great. Uh, troop leader to Raven. Do you hear me? Johnny, it's me, Troutman. <laughs> Come on. He's the best. I guess. All right, whatever. <laughs> Patch, on the other hand. Isn't Patch that, is a who isn't, isn't, yeah. <laughs> Dodge, dip, dodge, dive. I can't remember all of that. You can dodge either. a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Oh, man. What a great movie. Yeah, Necessary? Yeah. <laughs> No, drinking my own urine is not necessary, but I like the taste and it's sterile. Patch didn't, wasn't your nickname Patch the Elf when we did the Naughty or Nice episode? It was. Yeah, it was Patch. Uh, That's my pick, Dudley Moore. So Max, we've done it. Before we recap our teams so that everyone's very clear on these two teams, because we have a vote and there's some big stakes involved here. Delicious stakes. I think now's the time for my second favorite part. I always say, every week I say the same way. How about I just come out and say it? Let's go to the Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight. This week's Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight is our friend Remo. And first of all, Remo is a pretty awesome name. Pretty cool. Yeah. Sounds like an A's character. I didn't he ask you if you've seen Remo Williams and you have not yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> so Remo, find him on Instagram at R E M 
and then the number zero. Yep. He is a longshoreman and a DJ. So longshoreman, Max, I know you've got soft hands. I'll tell you what that is. He loads things on and off of ships from the dock. I've seen the wire season two. Well, there you go. So, you know, but more importantly, he's a DJ. Check him out on Instagram. This guy, he uh, digs the 80s. He's so much fun. We message with him a lot. He's a fun dude. I have a conversation with him probably once every couple of days. Yeah, we love picking the fan spotlight. It's pretty simple. Like if you're into you our sh- look, yeah. if you're into our show <laughs> and you communicate with us, we're like, we're going to make you the fan spotlight this yeah. week. So let's see what Remo had to say. I will tell you, Max, I gave him a little bit of flexibility because we already picked up a lot of these movies. So for our fan spotlight, I told Remo, you can pick any character from any movie to be at your dinner table for the holidays. It doesn't have to be a holiday movie. So that's a little wrinkle that he got that you didn't. But after you win, you can make your rules and do whatever you want. Right, Max? <laughs> I get to pick first. That's it. Or you'll be watching a lot of Hellraiser or you'll be setting up some Christmas lights. It's not fair because mine are All right, torture. moving on to Remo. There you go. And let's, let's see what Remo's got to say. Hey, Mo and Max. Remo here. Longshoreman and DJ from Orange County, California at REM number zero on Instagram. Buzz in a Tower is one of the best things to happen during 2021. Thanks for giving me something to look forward to each Tuesday morning. So to answer your question of which 80s movies character I would invite to a holiday dinner party, it would be none other than Jack Burton played by Kurt Russell in the movie Big Trouble in Little China, which happens to be one of my favorite movies from that era. Jack has amazing one-liners that still get passed around today, at least amongst us 40-something-year-olds who love quoting that movie. Jack Burton would be a great guest for a holiday dinner because he is nothing short of a great story and charm. If you remember, he was the accidental hero in the movie that was also a sidekick at the same time. He may have had the will and the right things to say, but his blunders throughout the film show how much he didn't know, as much as he made you believe he did. Yet, he charmed Gracie Law, played by Kim Cattrall, and wielded loyalty and admiration from his friends in the movie. Ultimately, you wanted him to win. Jack Burton at the holiday party would be festive and fun with the right crowd of people. He might annoy some with his ego, but he would be a riot to ring in the holiday cheer with some eggnog, whiskey, and stories about his travels in the Porkchop Express. Just remember what old Jack Burton does when the earthquakes and the poison arrows fall from the sky and the pillars of heaven shake. Yeah, Jack Burton just looks that big old storm right square in the eye and he says, give me your best shot, pal. I can take it. Thanks for having me, guys. Cheers. It's all in the reflexes. Little Porkchop Express. Yeah, this is a good pick. He'd fit probably better at my table than yours. I feel like you've got too many sensitive people at your table. You like gambling, too. You Actually, probably- I, I lied. Yours would be better. R- Rigs. Rig- <laughs> no. Rigs and Jack Burton would get along really well. Have a hair contest. <laughs> They do have great hair. Yeah. Max, that concludes the show, and I'm going to give the recap of our teams. Uh, Remo, thank you for the awesome feedback and love your pick. Max, I'll start with Team Sanders. Uh, I want to get it out of the way first because <laughs> people will know that it is what it is. We'll go to mine. Your first round pick from National Lampoon Christmas Vacation, Ellen Griswold. Your second round pick, Martin Riggs from Lethal Weapon. Your third round pick, Theo from Die Hard. Your fourth round pick, Gizmo from Gremlins. Your fifth round pick, Sally from When Harry Met Sally. And your sixth round pick, <laughs> Ah. Dell from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Sniped it. That is Team Sanders. So uh, there you have it. Max, my team, a.k.a. the winning team. Are you ready for this? No. First round, Frank Cross from Scrooged, played by Bill Murray, of Disagree. course. Second round, Lewis Winthorpe the third, Dan Aykroyd from Trading Places. Third round, Duke, not the Dukes, <laughs> from Trading Places. Mortimer. Yeah, Duke from Rocky Four. Fourth round, Troutman. <laughs> you love Teacher from first From First Blood. Fifth round, Jessica Riggs. Oh, man. Jessica Riggs from Prancer. Love her. And my final pick, Dudley Moore, Patch the Elf from Santa Claus the Movie. 
It's a solid team. It's a it's the better of the two it's teams. It's a B team. You know, you it is be. for it's sure JV. a better team. Whatever. So here's how you vote. This episode dropped Tuesday. We want to give you all enough time to listen to it. So Friday night, while Max and I and Selena are hanging out with Timmy Capella at the Redford Theater. We're checking our phones. We will be. <laughs> we will post a Instagram story. Wait for the story. Don't start voting until you get to the story. And then vote. vote. I don't know. They might just like ping <laughs> us. No, because I don't want someone to like message me and be like, I vote for Mo. And if I fine, I count that. If they comes in, we're counting that. Any independent. We want them to do the story. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Do the story. Do the story. Yeah. Do the story. In addition to that, like us, follow us, Instagram, TikTok podcast subscribe to us facebook. follow us facebook us yeah tiktok us that's not a word <laughs> <laughs> merry christmas us whatever you gotta do leave a review if you enjoyed what you heard pass it along to your friends nothing says happy thanksgiving merry christmas and happy hanukkah and happy new year like hey bud check out buzz in the tower we appreciate you there you go we love you guys max how do you want to wrap this one up because you are the king of wrapping up i episodes. got a good one this week i'm excited mo those aren't pillows oh that's <laughs> <laughs> i nailed it I'm so mad right now. <laughs> I'm not ending it. Not I'm not, not, not going to be ending I'm so mad. I'm not leaving. Talk to you next week, Max. <laughs> Bye. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.